Hey, you beautiful people. Welcome to the Young Minds Podcast. We would like to introduce to you today... Hey. You get so sexual when, when you intro. I feel like I, like when you're the when you're the one who intros. You, hey, what's going know, on? Man, I want to comfort them with my voice that hugs you. It's like you ever you ever seen a cartoon when one of those the it's like a smell is actually they personify a yeah, smell yeah. and it's like a cloud and then it like grazes the nose and like goes you want to do that but with the ears i want to do it with the ears i feel like the ears don't get enough all right well love. sorry for interrupting that but then. um Continue. yeah guys so we go into some cool shit on this one this is not show average young minds podcast but uh it's just justin and i um but it was good because we talked about blue planet which is one hell of a show. I read, I, you're going to hear me read my fifth grade, uh, I guess you could call it biography. Um, it's adorable. And then we, uh, we go into space. We talk about space. We talk about the evolution of life. We talk about uh, fucking racism. We talk about, what else we talk about, dude? You want to help me out here? Uh, it was fun. Yeah. I felt like I got so engulfed that I barely remember what yeah, we no, talked about. Yeah, no, this was, was a very, very uh, engaged conversation. Like, we didn't really... Like, lose eye contact. Yeah, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was so engulfed. I was like, damn, dude, this is like... We got some solid points going on over here. We had no... We had nothing written out besides, like, what I saw on Blue Planet because I wanted to remember the names of the things that I'm talking fish. about. The yeah. fish. Yeah. But other than that, we didn't have anything plan for yeah. this no and i think it turned if, out really good i think if you're looking to like lose yourself in a story yeah the story our storyline goes for how long is this podcast an hour 15 it's minutes an hour 15 yeah. we just storyline the entire hour 15 minutes yeah this is a good one so um we're not gonna waste your time with this um listen to the intro and then listen to me talk about my <laughs> fifth grade little you biography. tell them what to do bro all right guys later See ya. bye so you graduated from school but still have no idea what the fuck is going on Good, because that was the point. Now you're just another mindless pawn in the system. But luckily, you stumbled upon the Young Minds Podcast, where we tackle the most up-to-date and relevant topics with unfiltered discussion aimed at optimizing this video game that we call life. Alright, sexies, it's now time to dim the lights, sit back, relax, and open up that mind. And before we begin this journey, we kindly ask you to keep your hands and feet in the craft at all times. And... While you're at it, leave us a beautiful review on iTunes or Facebook. Thank you. Huge. They were like giant periods. What is so, that? So this right here is... I, I walked in the studio and there's a piece of paper <laughs> sitting on the, the, the table. And it's got like a sunshine in the corner and moons and stars and then like sloppy ass handwriting throughout the center. Bro, I worked very hard on this. Okay. Please explain what so that is. So in fifth grade, they, I guess our, my teacher wanted me to write what it's like to be a child so basically describe okay. what it's like to be a how child how old are you in fifth grade you're i was let's say what are you four when you go no you're five four. in first grade i'm just doing the math oh, ten. Wow. Ten. Ten years old <clears throat> yeah um i'm gonna let it rip <laughs> are you gonna read the whole thing <laughs> yeah okay i'm ready. okay to be a child by frank <laughs> it's not easy and it is easy being a child. Other than hard stuff, being me isn't a bad thing. Also, I have a harsh life as you can see. Here is how good and how bad being a child is. It is easy being a child most of the time. If you love amusement parks, you should like being a kid. I also like the summertime. 
There is no school or any getting up from sleeping so early. It is also hard to be a child. School is my nightmare. I don't like to work and do homework in one day. That's too much. <laughs> Life would be so much better if there was no school. <laughs> they both compare because rides you can get hurt if it breaks down. School can be fun when you have parties and better privileges. In conclusion, I think a kid's life, meaning mine, is more to the better side as I think. Wow. Wow. That is <laughs> what? dreadful. Dude, I took like Were you three rights. To- <laughs> I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't know what was in that, uh, that fat-free skim milk shit that they get served us at lunch. But uh, I drank two of those a day. I made sure. Dude, this is like making three rights to make a left. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because you hate school there just as much as you do now yeah i hated school and i loved the summer yeah and i thought working too much was stupid so it's like working working like like working on shit you don't want to do trading your time directly from for money or school in this case so it it carries over and on top of that i talk way more than i need to to get the point out and that's like what i do yeah no you do that so it's just like yeah it's still me you know, it's authentic as fuck. That's pretty funny. But dude, my periods are giant. Let me see. I write like bullet points as periods. And it looks like I wrote my feet. Oh, you actually like. Yeah, I made sure like that sentence is over. There's a <laughs> there's, boulder in the way. There's no going even. There's no going back. Yeah, like, there's no chance. So. Uh, this is cute though. I love the it paper. Was a, dude, it was amazing. It was, that was the final draft, I guess. I don't understand. I bet your the, mom had to do with this paper. The privileges. She seems bougie like that. My mom? No, this is my fucking class. Go ahead, Frankie. You're going to write it with this paper. (laughs) Yeah, right? For real. (laughs) No, it's uh, definitely something that uh, I want to frame one day. So that's going to stay here. That's funny. It's a little entertainment for me. I like it. I like it. But uh, I used to love watching, like, nature movies, uh, nature shows and shit back in the day, like dinosaurs. And I, like, during the summertime, like. Was that that a show? Dinosaurs? Uh, Little, little, little. Little neck. Little neck? No, it's a parkway. Little, little, little foot, little foot, little foot. That little was foot. it. Yeah. <laughs> little neck. Yeah. Little neck. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, like little foot I used to watch. And then I used to watch Godzilla. Uh, I would watch the Jurassic Park and all that shit. And like, just turn me onto the Discovery Channel. And, you like, know, Jurassic Park scares the shit. shit out of me. Jurassic Park. Yeah. I can't watch it. Like still. I, I like close my eyes. Cause it's one of those movies where shit pops out. I right. cannot do popping out. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, such a bitch when it comes to that. I am too. I don't like it. It's like I'm putting myself in a stressful it's situation. Too it's too much. It's too much. Because then, you know what the thing is? Most of the things that pop out at you are uh, scary movies, right? Yeah. And it's usually like demons and spirits and all this shit. And after the movie, every single time, it never fails. I'm walking around my house and I'm just like scared of shit. I'm, see, that's the part I don't get. You that don't part. you don't you don't walk around your house scared. No. You didn't see paranormal activity I did. and think your fucking sheets were gonna fly up and something was gonna grab your foot I... and drag you down the stairs and you were gonna go in the basement and there's gonna be like No. You didn't think that. No, man. You didn't think and as I'm you're walking like... up your staircase something's gonna grab your ankle. I didn't. Dude. None okay, well above. well anyway, that's the only thing that runs through my mind. Not just like the night of watching the movie, like f- for like four or five days after. I'm just like Really? Fuck my staircase. Fuck turning off the lights. I'm bad. I'm bad with it. See, I can't my do problem. It. My problem is those haunted houses. I'm not good with that. See, I don't like that at all. With that, I'm I good. Because really when it comes to real life, 
when I there's closure. How do I explain it? There's closure. No, I, I just <laughs> it's know. Over. I know it. Like, let's say we're in a scary house and there's someone in there trying to kill us. I'm not going to be as much of a bitch as I was watching a scary movie because I know that like it's a person and I'm going to find him and I'm going to fight him and I'm going to fuck him up. But in movies, it's like spirits and you can't do anything. It's they just, CGI. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Real life. I'm, I'm better at real life than I am at uh, watching movies. But see, that's I get like really scared when I'm in real life. Like if I'm walking around the corner and one of those things, I'm like, dude, they're coming out. They're coming out. Like I know it. Fuck, fuck. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, there it is. That's and, how like, I am at movies. Immediately. I can't do that. I can't see, do the it. movies at least like a kind of like you ever like look down instead of like looking you know what forward? i do you want to know the secret you know you just look down and you're like i don't really see it I'm i think i explained this on the podcast with your once. hat right? with my hat yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when i was younger and you yeah. would like going to the movies with your friends was a thing and like you know your parents would drop you off and stuff i would purposely wear hats to the movies because when a scary part came on you don't want to be like the little the friend that like plugs his ears and puts his <laughs> head down you'd be made fun of Literally throughout the entire school. Dude, like, everyone would rip on you. Yeah. Justin, last night, fucking covered his eyes. We were watching Jurassic Park. And right? Like, that's <laughs> the one takeaway. He was closing his eyes the whole time. So you bring a hat, and the the lip is right here. And every time something... Because you know when something's going to pop out. Oh, hell yeah. You just... You just... Little dip. Little <laughs> dip, and then right there. You can't see shit. Yeah, you're just like, I'm Covers safe. It. I'm safe. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't like that shit. But, but I, it, think, I think it's because I get engulfed into movies when I watch them. I love just like, I don't know, just losing in myself into the movie, like being part of the character. Yeah. No, I, but I get that pop out shit. I just, it doesn't last. Like during the movie, oh, I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. Um, but I, it doesn't carry over into real life. But uh, anyway, speaking of watching shit, I was mm -hmm. watching Blue Planet past couple of days. I was too. On Netflix. Blue Planet 2. Bla yeah. To uh, be specific. Dude, The Ocean mind-blowing one hell of a place and Earth. i mean dude i wrote down notes which i should actually you have notes on things the, on i Blue wanted Planet? to talk about because Go they're ahead. so fucking interesting because i would see that's the a name. show that i watch and i get fully engulfed into and i'm just i'm mind blown every time i watch that show so there's this thing called a tusk fish okay which <laughs> grabs clams oh and slams it into the rock slams it but it's not like it just it's this beautiful fish in, uh, I don't even fucking know. It's in like coral reefs. Couldn't tell you either. They travel like miles to where all these clams are. They grab a clam. They swim back to where they live. They find this secluded rock. Well, and they well just... he said the fish had a specific rock he always uses. Yeah. And when they filmed it, you saw all the other clam shells on the floor. Yeah. This is his spot. This is the graveyard for clams. And he's slapping it relentlessly against this rock constant 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 and then he chips it open breaks open and eats the fucking clam but who taught him how to do that no one it's just and like humans with tools who taught it, us to use tools we just we, figured we think it out we're the most sophisticated animal and then you got these guys down here who are just using tools and shit and they know what they're doing like the uh cuba die which changes from a female to a male Did you Bro, see that shit that blew my mind I did not understand that. Yeah, and it's got this giant forehead, this giant bulb on its forehead, and a giant chin, and those are the things that like attract the mates. So like the biggest forehead. Yeah. So basically, the way that works, because I remember that when I saw yeah. that episode, that was like number one, right? <clears throat> yeah, this is all like the first episode. I was like, dude, I gotta write this down. Okay, like, these so, are all crazy. So there's things. this fish, where if the female is a big enough female, it will go <clears throat> into a cave and be dormant for three months. And within those three months, it starts secreting more male hormones. 
and it secretes enough male hormones that it literally in three months turns into a male. Like it has fully functioning male characteristics. And it there's a you could distinctly see like the difference between a female type of those fish and a male type of those fish. Mm-hmm. And when that female emerges emerges from the cave after three months, it looks identical to a male. And it is a male. Yeah. It has like reproductive organs as a male and like completely changed just because of a hormone shift. Bro, it makes no sense. Like, could you imagine that's like society today, right? But I mean, just, <laughs> does it make no sense? Because like think about how powerful hormones are, what they do to you. No, they, I mean, it's insane, but theirs happen endogenously. Yeah. Like they're producing Without, it themselves. Yeah, we have to like we pump have to it, do it into us. Yeah, we have to like figure out how to manipulate. They're just like... <laughs> <laughs> Is that fucking is? male now? Three months, <laughs> three like months of just flexing, um, but dude, that like blew my fucking mind. And then it's like, what if you had some beef with someone like this dude, right? So this chick's just like really pissed off about this guy. He's fucking her friend. She's uh, so mad. She's like, you know what? Fuck, I'm turning into a dude. I'm gonna fight this ass. motherfucker right after this shit. He chews her over me. Fuck this. I'm turning into a dude. Sits thirty months. Uh, probably happens. Three months. It probably happens. Swims, finds me. What's up, buddy? <laughs> it's Bertha and just fucking comes in and just starts <laughs> head banging this bitch. No, that was crazy. That out. actually blew my mind. But probably the most the most insane part was the false killer whales. So they're like a they look like dolphins, but like big gray dolphins. Mm-hmm. They were like meeting up with other regular bottle nose dolphins. Oh yes, the two species were meeting up. Dude, and they recognized each other from like years ago. Yeah, and then they worked together to get the fish, right? Bro, they worked together to get fish. They're communicating to each other. Two of these mammals that swim in the ocean, they're like not only are they like teaming up and communicating, but then like the dolphins actually have fun. They just they have leisure. Yes. There's there's leisure. It's they were like, like uh, they were fucking they were body surfing, surfing the waves. They were surfing giant cool. waves, and they're just going through the the crest of the wave, splashing in, jumping out, doing like three sixties in the air. I'm like, yo, what about those? Fun. What about those fish that were catching bird? Dude. Birds. <laughs> so Jeez. I caught those in Australia. They're called uh, giant giant trevallies. Okay. Giant trevally. They, they jump out of the water and grab birds from the air. <laughs> like like a fish grabs a fucking bird from the air. Yeah, oh, it's dude, incredible. It's no, it's such a good show, and it, it's like you said in the beginning. It's one of those shows that, at least I know, I get fully engulfed in it. Like it's such HD shots. That's the best. Yeah. Th- when I watch these shows, because there's there's Blue Planet one, and now two is brand new. Mm-hmm. Then there's uh, there's Planet something Earth. Earth, right? Planet, Planet Earth. Earth one and two. Yeah, and it's all the same thing. Every time you watch these, it's like, for me at least, because I think of I think of dude, I was thinking about. I think of production. I always, anytime I see a movie or some kind of thing, anything, it could be a documentary. I think of production, how they got the shot, the people who work behind it and and get everything just for this one three second clip that no one thinks about how much took, how much it took to get that three second clip. And in this show, the, the blue planet, blue planet. Yeah. Right. Blue planet. Some of the shots they get are fucking mind blowing. They'll be zoomed in to a shrimp that's like this big, <laughs> zoomed into a shrimp. That shrimp is three miles under the ocean. They have some kind of camera that zooms in so close you can see the crystals of its mustache shaking around and it's perfectly lit up, perfectly clear, and perfectly HD and colors. It's like... I can't even get How a good you... shot of you doing a deadlift. Fuck, bro. <laughs> like in front... It's insane. So thinking of these shots, like how, like first off, these are hundred thousand dollar cameras 
like and then when I like you said a million dollar project just to get this one camera down there there's a crew of like 50 maybe 100 who knows you take everyone maybe even different crews like yeah it's just just like like, oh you guys are doing the arctic we're doing the caribbean it blows my mind like all of this for one some of the shots are literally five seconds yeah but it's the most epic shot it's five seconds and people just watch it like sitting on their couch eating popcorn like oh okay that's cool yeah okay yeah like technology is pretty good it's like like, technology that is fucking intense that's communication that's logistics that's planning there's so much going down everything like a lot of the shots i wonder i'm like all right is this a tank this is a fish tank. It would really bother me if it's a fish tank. I could tank. see that they can do that. For some of the shots, man, it's like, all right, wait, wait. So you're you're three miles down <laughs> in the deepest, darkest water. You come across this really dope fish, and you just happen to find it do this crazy shit. So, oh, here's, here's what I saw. All right, so they're at the bottom of the deepest part of yes. the Atlantic, the oceanic uh, uh, crest. Crest, right? The hydrogen lake. So, so that the hydrogen lake with the eels. Yeah, dude, there is a lake that is so salty that it's denser than the salt water, and it actually creates a lake at the bottom of the ocean. It's basically a hydrogen lake. Yeah, at the bottom of the ocean, you see, you visually see it, just a cloud. Yeah, it's like a cloud. Yeah, it looks like smoke. Picture if you looked at a lake and it was just a big cloud sitting at the bottom. Yeah, like you ever see a lake that's like, uh, it's like foggy on top of the lake. It's like that. Right, and then you see these eels just fly into it, and then fly out, fly in, fly out, and then the one got like he stayed under too deep, right? Or something. Yeah, he got like he stayed under too long. I mean, not too deep. He stayed under, and then was tying himself in a knot. Yep. And it was like convulsing. He was having a toxic, uh, toxic uh, muscle spasms or some shit. Yeah, from staying Um, in there too long. Yeah, but dude, one of the craziest things is like they. I think this show actually uncovered where life originated. Because they said what? at the bottom of the oceanic crest, there were hydrocarbons that were spontaneously being produced, right? So hydrocarbons are the base for life. Organic chemistry, yeah. those are created by heat, by geothermic, geothermal, whatever the fuck's under the water, right? So as the lava, like... Uh, is exposed to the water it steams up and then like creates rock and then cools down and all that shit so at the perfect pressure and temperature they have hydrocarbons that are produced out of nowhere and then they're like away from the sun right <clears throat> but then little microbacteria grow around these hydrocarbons and then that's really the first stage of life like if we look at evolution and we see like the most the smallest like single cell organisms yeah, well everything living has carbon it's a hydrocarbon, carbon. a hydrocarbon specifically. So those molecules are spontaneously produced at the bottom of the ocean. So as those are is produced... Is it spontaneously though? Is that possible? Or is it just we don't know? They don't know, but they're looking at just physical physical features creating organic things. That's the stage of life that we don't understand, right? The beginning, the first like initiation of life, right? So we could see like, oh, there's a single cell organism. That's the most pri- That's the most primitive form of life that we know right like an amoeba we know those are the smallest but then it's like the hydrocarbons that those things are built on that molecule how did that happen and that's how it happens down there in those geothermal vents so knowing that it's like so then that cultured some sort of bacteria and then that bacteria over time was exposed to something and then from there i mean the story i'm kind of making up but just the hydrocarbon base like that's the skeleton for life 
So they have really, really sufficient evidence that life would be, would have been created at the bottom of the ocean and then created outward. Well, I think they know that life started in the water. Like it has to be, right? I think. You would think. I think it's a fact. And then from that, now they know that there's, uh, there's water on Jupiter, on one of the moons of Jupiter and moons of Saturn. And they and found it in that, the uh, the asteroid that they just landed on, on in a couple Mars, weeks ago. You mean asteroid or was it no, Mars? no, no. They landed on this asteroid. It was. There's a, been a lot of space shit going on in the past. Well, yeah, fucking few Elon weeks, Musk, though. bro. No, but the past few weeks though, like even we landed on the oh, Mars yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and the uh, the Voyager. Do you know about the Voyager? Right? Is that Mars? No, the Voyager. What's the Voyager? The Voyager is currently the farthest oh, man-made the, thing. It's thirteen point two billion One. miles away. What it's is, just going? It So <clears throat> they built a satellite in, uh, I think it's the 70s, and they sent it out back then. I know what you're talking about. And it's yeah. still, they sent it, they put human artifacts in it, and they put um, calligraphy stuff, they put a vinyl record that if they play it, it plays different sounds from all over the world. So like the sound of, of water crashing, uh, it has the hello in like, 50 different languages. What? It has um, the sound of birds, the sound of animals. We put like human pictures in there and artifacts and we just sent it out. Um, it is current. Two, three weeks ago, it broke into interstellar space. It finally got out of our galaxy. Our, ga- our solar system. <clears throat> no, our galaxy. Bro. Our galaxy? Our galaxy. It's 13.2 billion. <clears throat> Voyager. 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 Um... And the crazy part, the the part that honestly blows my mind is they still have contact with it. They built, yeah, what the fuck? they like, built a I can barely massive get Wi-Fi in my basement. <laughs> literally, but they built a massive um, antenna on this thing, and we can still, we still connect to it now. And it's reading air particles, and it's gonna open up the doors for like what is in interstellar space. Whoa! It's thirteen point two billion miles. Whoa, dude, that's. <laughs> Dude, and it's like it's just going. But it's what's just, crazy is like we're we're trying to like probe space. But let's be real. I mean, we just found out about the ocean now with Blue Planet, especially, and just to know how deep that water is and how vast the ocean is. They were they found uh, which blew my mind also in there. The uh, besides the dolphins, that still gets me a little bit because I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So these guys are us relatively but, just they swim. Si- but they swim and they have no predators they have no predators mm. and they're the entire no if predators? they're in those big schools no chance those killer whales and the dolphins like think about it. killer whales false killer whales and dolphins have really no predators and then like if you're a shark what you're kind of giant a dick. squid those fuck those you, you watching the squids yeah dude those are not the, cool you know giant the, squids are real right no they are i mean i saw yeah, them yeah. on the show yeah. I know, like, the giant, giant ones are definitely real. Knowing that there's that many of, like, the eight to nine foot ones, you're looking at, like, 30 foot ones? Like, f- f- fuck all that. Fuck all that. They found the 30 foot one. I know. They pulled ago. it up, and it was, like, kind of alive. Not really. Yeah, no, they got a video of one, too. And they measured yeah. the oh, tentacle in the video. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. They had, and like, it was a, literally. They were trolling it. And, yeah. like, dude, that's unreal. But, like, those things are scary as shit because they, they swim with their head forward, but then they could also swim at you and grab you with oh, those tentacles. Imagine and, being grabbed by a fucking nine-foot squid. Did you? <laughs> a squid gets grabbed by a nine-foot squid. 
they eat each other. Like when they when they don't Do strike they? luck when they're eating. Well, you saw it in there. No, I didn't see that part. No. So all right. So these. So the squid was going after these fish and couldn't get a fish. So then it was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna eat one of my weak pussy squid friends. And he goes to bite. He grabs one. And they're both tangled up, and then. He pulls him down and like gets him, submits him, and then this other uh, this other uh, squid. squid comes in and goes, "No, no, no, bitch! I'm jacking that." Jacks the other squid from the original predator squid, and completely fucks off with it. And then the other squid just retreats. I was Damn. like, "This uh, this goes on all the time. It's nature, bro. It That's goes on nature. all the time in the water on the land." But the thing that is incredible is I used to think that in the Arctic, like. There's no coral reefs. There's no life there. It's just like whales or orcas polar and bears. like polar bears. And then it's like just nothing because it's so cold. They went down that iceberg and then there were coral reefs like as if it was the tropics. Yeah. I don't think I saw that part. a shit ton of fish. Really? You didn't watch the first episode? That was the second No, episode. because. That was the second one. It was playing while uh, a bunch of people were over for ah, Christmas. okay. That was your first mistake, The first though. episode, there no, was the, the first episode I time. saw by myself and it was just like fully engulfed. Yeah. But the second one was during Christmas on the TV. It was just playing in the background ah. and I was like watching it pretty intensely, but obviously not uh, like listening to everything. Gotcha. I was sitting there like deep. Yeah. I actually like I want to do that. Can we do that after this? We're we doing watch it more episodes? This. Yes, 100%. Cool. But uh, dude, that shit gave me a whole new appreciation for, for life in general. Just like there's so much going on here. And like, it almost makes you want to like scuba dive and study. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's always something to do. Like, worst case scenario, if you're like, I don't really, I'm just not fulfilled with my life and like, I'm not doing much. Do something. There's so much to do. There's so much to go to the Caribbean for like, what, 300 bucks, get on a plane, go there, go to some bullshit resort. Who cares? If you have that money and that much time, go scuba dive, uh, go fucking snorkeling and go see what's under the, it is insane. I'm so sorry. So this brings up so a question undervalued. that I have for you. If you, um, didn't have to worry about work anymore or anything and you were just, you had all, uh, abundance of free time and you weren't allowed to do fitness as a hobby, what would be your hobby? Like, what would you fill your time with? I'd say either skydiving in a squirrel suit, like okay. cliff jumping, skydiving. Uh-huh. Whatever that is, I want to. I want to dabble. Jumping. That's cliff jumping. Yeah, cliff jumping. You know, well, it's the, you know that's like the most with dangerous it, thing. It definitely is because of the way that they do it. Yeah, they go as close as they can to yeah, the fucking like, mountain. Yeah, like I, I would make my way to that, but um, I, I guess I don't know. If I'm spending okay. my life there, I'd probably try to skill up a little bit, um, and definitely go scuba diving without a doubt. Scuba diving. Are you serious? Not like snorkeling. That's my exact. Because they're like extreme. I heard this cool question shit. once. Like, what would you do if you had? No job, and you couldn't do what you love right now. So fitness and health. Uh, what would you fill and your I would time maintain with? And a literally, farm. my answer, bro, was skydiving and scuba diving. I would immerse myself into those worlds. Fuck yeah, dude, I would maintain a farm as well, like as my day to day. Just yeah, just like to maintain fill in. my food. All that comes from the the land. Like I tend to the shit, and then that would be it. That whole cycle. Like I'm done tending to. It. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go get my snorkel gear and go in, out into the ocean. Yeah. Like, well, I basically plan- live in Hawaii. People plan that would trips, be really where like, scuba <laughs> trips it. with a bunch of famous other scuba divers, and they, like, meet each other in wherever they go and scuba dive in, like, famous locations. It's a, there's a world in it. Dude, I would all love the, to do that. The entire Indo-Pacific, like, where Australia, Indonesia, uh, southern Japan, Hawaii, like, that whole area, like, French Polynesian islands, all down there, Galapagos, 
Yes. That is the move, man. Like that that's it's such a beautiful area. There's so much biodiversity there. There's just unlimited shit to do. And I feel like that would be where I'd have to live there with a farm. Probably in Australia. Probably live with a farm. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to. And it sounds very like whatever, farm, but like no, I need to make sure that I have that. I would be hunting as well a lot. Mm. I think that'd be my move. I wouldn't have any animals to tend to besides chickens. And then I would have uh, all my vegetables taken care of. And then I would hunt for my meat. And then spearfish. Spearfish. Fuck all that other shit. I'm going to spearfish. Instead of just like admiring, I'm going to shoot shit. (laughs) (laughs) Bring home some omega-3s for the fam. Yeah, fuck yeah. But those would be your two? They were literally, when I heard that question, I answered it for myself. No shit. And those, those were my two. I would immerse myself Damn, in the world boring. of skydiving. I was waiting for something cool. No, like that, that was it. <laughs> Damn. So I'm fucking shocked that you just said those two yeah. things too. The, the wingsuit, that shit gets me every time. Every time I see him, I'm like, you're having too much fun. Like that is, you're flying. Because you're like, you're, you're, That's fucking, flying. you're like moving with the wind and controlling yourself. You ever take an airplane? I used to do this all the time as a kid. Like take an airplane and like, you know when you take an airplane and oh, you yeah. fly it around with your hand? I used to do it and in you the like bath. pretend you, you hit the wind and you curve and you like you're oh, doing that man. with a squirrel suit. It's like that snowboarding is the closest I feel like I get to that feeling. Yeah. Definitely of not like the same. flying down, you know. And curving with it. Yeah. There's something that's close enough. But dude, right? You're just going head first, full speed. Like that that's that's cool. I'm with that a lot. Yeah. But uh so today we crushed a workout, which we never usually do. Together. You feel better. That's what you're saying better yeah yeah okay cool uh <laughs> so we crushed a workout at lifetime today and we filmed a little bit but we did deadlifts we did your strong no we didn't we didn't, we didn't. We just but did like we did we shit like uh, it was deadlifts and then those high poles no barely no yeah well it was fun though i don't it was, it was like cool because lazy. for me like to go to the gym with somebody it's been a while like Past few times I went with Jen, we were doing, like, the photo shoot things and, like, teaching oh, yeah. me how to Olympic lift. So I was, like, I was, like, kind of engaged the entire time. But, like, this time I just went there and just didn't give a shit. Kind of, like, off from work today. Just, it's, like, days like this, man. Like, when you just asked before, oh, did you do any, like, if, if you didn't have to work, what would you do? Like, it would be days like today that I would do every day. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was just so simple. You wake up, like, all right, food, cool, done, eat food. Now, rest up for the gym go to the gym but go to the gym and like spend time giving a shit like thorough warm-up thorough workout space in between each not worrying about like oh we gotta get home we gotta get home we gotta get home i got this to do no rush nothing and just slow with it everything when you're focused on it it's it's the best and like you don't have to worry about shit and come back slayed some food oh man that was the, the fucking prime rib the prime rib that is and so good this is so good when you slow cook any meat that's the best. Like people, if you have tough meat, it's because you cooked it way too fast at a high heat. All you have to do is just slow pressure cooker or maybe the oven for like four hours. No, like three hours. And you could get something slow know. cooked and just peels off. It gets all nice. I'm still thinking about it. I mean, I'm, you have I'm more left, so now. we can. Definitely can, but we might might get, I don't know. It's a lot. Like what? We ate a lot. What are we gonna get? <laughs> I don't know. We're not gonna get I don't anything. know what we're gonna get. Anything. I think we're gonna get gains out of that shit. We feel real good. Well, you know what I wanted to bring up. Do it. Um, the other day I got a massage, full body massage. Okay. Did not expect that. <laughs> hey. And at the end, she asked me. It was a dude. At the end, he asked me. He, at the end, we fu- <laughs> yeah, yep, we full on two dudes happy ending together. 
Anyways. Today. All right, go. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I got this massage, and I, I usually, well, I used to get them quite frequently. Um, there's a place on Long Island. If you're from Long Island, there's a multiple locations. It's a franchise, but it's called Healthy Foot Spa, and it, they give you an hour massage for $29, and it's like a good massage. Where is this? All over. Healthy Foot Spa. It's a franchise. $30? 29 for an hour and they hit everything dude back i'm going quads uh hamstrings they your glutes your shoulders your biceps they hit your hands and then your feet they get in your feet and everything and it's like real it's not like you would think it's cheap yeah dude i've been going forever thanks for telling me now well it's been like six months i can't give you all my secrets i'm a dude like that so anyways all these massages they would always tell me how many knots I have. Always. Like, my back was just always tight. And it makes sense because, you know, how much I work out and whatever. I never really focused on recovery. So, I always had knots everywhere. Mm. Not that I felt it, but when they were needing me, they felt it. So, this massage that I got two days ago, the guy was literally like, he goes, holy shit. This is incredible. This is coming out of his mouth. He goes, this is incredible. You don't have one knot, nothing, nothing in your entire back. And you know what I attribute it to? I've been using, yes, I've been using the sauna, the infrared sauna every single day, or maybe not every, five days a week, five days a week, half hour. And I think, I I mean, what else could have done it? What else could have? Honestly, I think that's. The thing. That's why I guessed it because right? I've been feeling so much more flexible and I've increased my range of motion just from being in the sauna often and then doing basic stretches as I'm in there. And I think it, it's very, very underestimated, the sauna, because a lot of people I see because when I'm in the gym, the gym sauna and people come in, they within my stay in the sauna for my 20, 25 minutes, sometimes 30, depending on like if I'm in a rush or not. Mm-hmm. When I'm in there for 25 minutes, there's people who come in and come out, come in, come out, come in, come out within five minutes. I go, well, you probably didn't Most get Most of the time what I see is people come in to, in parentheses, warm up, warm up before yeah. they work out and they'll stay in there for before. two minutes. I've done that You've before. Done that? But I've then I get a weird that. sweat. I get an awkward sweat. So it sweats down my back actually. and like, yeah. And then like, I'm just... I'm hot. Like your heart rate's the same, but you're sweating. But I'm sweating, and then I get out, and then it's cold. Yeah, that's and different from priming. But I just Googled what muscle knots are. And it's uh, sensitive areas of muscle that tighten and contract even when the muscle is at rest. It's your fascia. Yeah. I think. So that that's bad that I had. I mean, imagine all my muscles, knots that I used to have just constantly contracted you know? I think it. Ha- I mean, there's a lot to do with stress too, because they say that we store trauma in our muscles. Like, yeah. if you I went mean, through something as a kid, I definitely never you had, had like a, that much stress. Stress, to be honest. That's what I'm saying. So then, like the uh, the post workout sauna sessions might alleviate that stress. I mean, working out is a stress, right? So it's it's some sort oh, of stress. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Put, I'm, yeah. The like word that. is very vague, and it's hard to articulate exactly yes. what I mean. But like, you're putting stress on the muscles. The muscles are in a constant state of contraction. So, I mean, they're trained to contract. That's like what they want to do. And then to actively decompress those muscles and pull them out of that state of contraction is something that people don't do often. So like when you have knots, a lot of the times people have knots just because they have poor posture and the muscle seizes in that one area. So like you might have knots in your hips, 
you know, like from sitting in a car all day or sitting at a desk all day and you're in a constant state of contraction and that's why you're tight. You're tight because your nervous system is adapting to what stresses you put on it. So in this case, your stress for sitting straight up like this is tightening your, your hip flexors. And then now throughout life, your body's on autopilots holding them together, not even consciously trying to do it. It's just like, no, this is what we do because when they sit, it would be nice if we just kept these tight so that we keep that position. You know, so then in exercise, depending on like how, what kind of training you're doing, I could totally see that being the case. So maybe you changed the type of training you did along with the sauna. I want to give the sauna the credit. Yeah, I'd love no, to. Yeah, no, dude, because I'm still, but, I'm still like bodybuilder-esque training, you know? Yeah. I've never had somebody give me a report on my knots, so I don't know what I'm... For you personally? What I'm, yeah. Because like, I've gone for No, enough. he was, he was baffled. He was like, this is insane. That's, that's weird. You got yeah, nothing. And, what's and weird, I've it's always, like, always, always had knots. Yeah, because I noticed, I've noticed what a knot was recently. I used to never know what it was. I was like, what am I looking for here? You feel it. You feel it on yourself when someone works you. Yeah. You know, if someone's got their thumb on it and they're rubbing it, mm -hmm. you feel it. You're like, oh, that spot is definitely tight. Yeah, I guess like when you push in, you feel like not a lump, but like it's harder to. No, you definitely, feel you feel, like... you feel hardness. Yeah. You feel hardness. And it's it makes weird. sense because a knot is a contraction of a muscle. Yeah. So it's more dense in that area. It's got like a partial pump. Yeah. So I just thought that was cool. I thought I'd bring it up. No, that's awesome. Just because like, I was like, because when he said that, I'm like, well, fuck, like, what am I doing? You know? Yeah. But also. Do you stretch in the sauna? No, I just chill. What I do in the sauna is all my social media work. Your phone, your phone's cool. Oh, it's an infrared. It's, a, it's an infrared sauna. So I wow. could bring my camera in there, yeah, my phone wow. in there. I could fucking set up a desk and bring my computer in there. Yeah, because I was having a problem recently where where uh, I was going in the sauna with like my headphones in. Because you have a regular and sauna, right? Yeah. At your gym? Yeah, just heat. Yeah. So after a while, oh, all I like three minutes. temperature thing. I was like, fuck, yeah. okay, how did these people have their phones in there? So then what I started doing was I, I have these those audioletic headphones. Mm -hmm. The beats shut off. They detect heat and they're like, all right, see you. We're really? done. Yeah. Oh, that's so smart. Other, it's smart. So then I have another brand themselves. that they sent me those headphones. So yeah, I just yeah. wear those and they don't have regulation on them. So I'm just like, all right, cool. We're good here. <laughs> and then I wrap my phone in a towel. And that works? And then it's, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because the heat doesn't penetrate the towel, and at least in enough time. So then like, I have that down. So now I play my meditation music and completely relax. Oh. Like the beats, the uh, Brain FM. Yeah. I put that on and I'm just like, mm, you have brain mm, FM. See, ya. you subscribe. I to call it? it brain FM. Oh, okay. It's, it's I was going to say like, yeah, I yeah. plug the name just cause I, I, I mean, your fucking yeah. username and password, bro. Yeah. No, no let no. me log on to that. No, but, uh, they're an awesome brand. I looked them up after I heard them on mind pump and I was like, Oh, okay. I get like, I get what they're saying. Cause they were talking about the sound and how like they play out of different zones. So like if you're listening in your headphones, it'll sound like the sound that's coming into your headphones it's is coming, coming from, from a certain a, area ahead. And then it's, retreating to the back of you and then to the right oh, so they really play on your side it plays around you like if you close your head if you close your eyes you'd be like whoa you see like, like dimensional to you see dimensions to the to the sound that's, it, that's you really start cool. to like visualize this three-dimensional world mm -hmm. and then it's like the sounds pop in forward back left right under you above you it's really weird yeah but then that puts you in a state of like you almost feel like you're coddled in a way because you're I've like never, surrounded. I've never listened to it, honestly. I've never listened it's to Brain really FM. Cool. Brain FM, guys, is a, is a company yeah, that right, specifically creates um, sounds music, and audio. sounds, audio sounds. And each sound has a certain uh, attribute that it helps with. So, like, there's one for sleep. There's one for studying and focusing. And the way it works is that they are a specific wavelength and specific sound mm -hmm. that ignites the part in the brain that would be used for studying or that would be used for sleeping mm -hmm. so i guess it's like a scientific 
sound wave that you listen to and whatever the one you pick to do the thing you are doing mm-hmm. comes together and helps your brain. Yeah, it, t- it totally does. Cause like you get into a rhythm, your brain gets into a rhythm and puts you in certain brain wave states. So then that then helps you with the task at hand. So like they'll have, uh, they'll have sound that's within <laughs> boundaries. I'm just laughing because I feel like everything we do sounds like such foo foo magic bullshit. Yeah, until you try it. Because I was explaining to my barber today the red light therapy. He's like, that that one to me is like, but I want to see. It's yeah. proven by NASA. I just, I want to see. Like, they the use it. NASA. NASA uses it. NASA. 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 So I was they talking to my barber today and telling him about, like, the red light and everything. And he's just like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. And I just knew in my head, I was like, ah, oh, this motherfucker thinks I'm taught. I'm like, oh, I shine a light on my head. And, yeah. and I increase my mitochondria activity and. He's yeah. just like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, cool. Did you learn that in school, buddy? It's I'm like, like all right, oh, well. fuck. <laughs> yep. And then I'm also going to fucking put sound waves in my head and it's going to make me sleep better. And Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, everything we do sounds so foo-foo, but it's like. Yeah, and you brought up that point before and I kind of wanted to talk about it on here because it what was point? a really good, co- not conversation, piece. So you said how the person was telling you, hey, Justin, you know, every once in a while you could take like a break from the. Oh, my the hyper, Yeah, your hyper-focused lifestyle and just be, you know hang out with us for a little bit, you know, like do something you don't want to do. Try to appease other people. Other people exist. Do you want to explain the story or is it? Yeah, go for it. No, if it's yours, go for it. This podcast long form. Okay. Okay. So I was just telling Frank, uh, off air earlier today that we had a a Christmas party at the place I work. It wasn't really a Christmas party. Like it wasn't set. It was just one day we were all working. It was a Sunday last week, Sunday. And everyone's like, Oh, you know, let's just after everyone leaves the restaurant, like, let's order food and let's all drink and hang out and have a party. Like, this will be a Christmas party. So everyone was down and I was done. Like, my last table went out at 7.30, 7.30 at night. The last table in the whole restaurant is not going to get out till like 10 p.m. So I'm sitting there and I'm just like done at 7.30. I'm like, I'm not going to sit around for three hours just to stay here. And then we're all just going to drink and eat all this food. It's really late at night. I live far from the restaurant. I got to be up at 6 a.m. to hit the gym. I have structure. Like, I, I need, have this shit I need to read for the podcast and stuff I need to edit. I was like, I'm just going home. It just doesn't make sense to me. So I'm going home. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a couple days after, you know, because I'm really close with all the guys there. Like, we're like we're like a family, almost. Mm-hmm. Coworker family slash thing. Um, and one of the guys comes to me. He's like, hey, listen, Justin, like, you know, you should... Uh, you should have been there at the party. Where were you? We were all saying like, Hey, where's Justin? Where's Justin? You know, like we all, we all like you, like you're a good, you're a good friend or whatever. And I, I just explained to him exactly what I just said, how in my head, it just didn't make sense to me. And I, I just wanted to go home. It didn't abide with my, my like routine, my structure. And they all know over there that I'm very structured because you know, with fitness and my body and health and they all know my structure. They see it. Cause I come in with Tupperwares and yeah. everything. And so then he started saying to me, he's like, you know, sometimes it's good to just not have structure and hang out with people and socialize with them and have fun. So when he said that, I was like, I get it. I get what you're saying, but you have to realize that's not my fun. I don't enjoy that. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy sticking to a routine and progressing in that. Like my fun was us today working out, Mm -hmm. not sitting on a couch chilling back and drinking beers like that's not my fun i consider that anxiety 
Yeah, like I don't, like, I don't. This is so counter. But he didn't really get that. He kept coming back and saying, "No, dude. Like sometimes you just have to lose the sleep and like." Because I said I have to be up at six a.m. that night, and he's like, "Nah, but it doesn't matter. Sometimes you just have to lose the sleep and just have fun." And he kept saying that, like, just socialize, be with friends, because, and bro, I get it because, at that party, they're like, "Oh, where's Justin? He's not here. He didn't show. Like, what? Do we, he's too good for us." I get it. I get that thought runs through your head, but you have to realize, like, that's. I have such a strong vision and no one can see it, you know, except yeah. for me or maybe the, my team around me. And he just, he just wasn't getting it. I was getting his point and I appreciate it. And I thanked him. I was like, you yeah. know what? I, I did tell him, I actually did tell him. I was like, I do have to work on family stuff. Cause like that event, that meeting was like a family thing. You know, yeah. we meet after and we put, I have to put energy and time extra into the family thing. And I told him, I was like, yo, you know what? You are right in a sense because I don't put family time first always. I'd rather stick to my routine than do that. So I was like, in that sense, yes, I do have to work on that. But I like my my tunnel vision. Or yeah. it's not even tunnel vision. I hate to say tunnel vision because no. it's not. No, but I'm it's super it's a, open. I know, but there's but I'm momentum. Open in, in, there's momentum that's built in the routine. And that's why you, so for our lifestyle, let's call it like a healthy lifestyle. There's this rolling momentum throughout each day. Like if I got good sleep, I then woke up and felt good. And as I feel good, I make good decisions and everything's more crisp. And as things are more crisp, I could accomplish the things that are really near and dear to my heart. And as I do that, I feel really, really good about that. And then maybe I'll be nicer to the people around me and more caring and more giving because I feel like I've accomplished a lot. But if I feel like I'm even a little bit behind on what I'm used to, I get this feeling of anxiety and then anxiety runs through me and then forces me to be a little bit more, uh, I want to say quick, I want to, uh, impulsive. And then I start like kind of ramishing through my life and say, okay, well, what can I do to clear this up? I need to feel better. Like I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling optimal. Now, is that good or is that bad? Right. But a lot of the time, I mean, you and I both experience this. We are people that people like to be around. There's a reason for that because we like to deliver our best. And for me, I don't want to do it frequently. I want quality over quantity. And I've noticed myself falling in the same pattern that you have where it's like, I, I love what I do every day. Like I'm very happy with what I do because it's progress. So I'm getting that feeling of fulfillment, but also in the moment I do enjoy what I'm doing and I don't require to step back from it to step back and look at it and say oh wow i'm not even look at it because then if you're with other people it kind of takes your mind off of it and if you're not of the same kind like same cloth you're cut of the same cloth not better or worse you're just not cut of the same cloth like i don't feel relaxed around you because now i feel like i have to try to calibrate my thoughts to you and the way that you think and we both have to now kind of meet in the middle somewhere like why are we forcing ourselves to do this if you're not willing to live your life the way I do it. And I'm not willing to live my life the way you do it. It's hard to find common ground. If we're not forced to be together, if we're electing to do this, I don't want to elect to do things where I feel like I have to kind of fake it. I don't like it, but I like hanging around like people like you or other people like us. And then when I hang out with them, I'll feel more motivated after I'm done. And then it'll keep my momentum going. But if I feel like I'm just like borrowing from my time, it, I, Call me selfish, call me self-centered, call me narcissistic, whatever you want to call it. I mean, my ultimate goal is to affect people in the most positive way possible. And a lot of that takes working on myself because I'm an imperfect human and I'm only 25, you know, and, and you're that, young. That brings and like, up another point that I, that I said to this guy. I was like, 
I choose to do all this not only because I love it, but because I want to set the example for people watching. I want to show them regimen and show them structure and progression so they can see it. Like I, I, when I said it to him, I was like, I sacrifice for that. But it's not a sacrifice because I, I fucking love it. It's only yeah. a sacrifice if sometimes you pull out specific situations like, oh, look, he wasn't able to go to the Christmas party. Yeah. You know, okay, sacrifice, maybe. If you twist it a certain way. Mm. Oh, he wasn't able to... Uh, go to friendlies with us when we went really late mm -hmm. sacrifice but no not like it's not that happens so often yeah in my oh life. yeah like where i'm just like oh do, uh, like we'll do something where it'll be like two hours uh, a lot of times when we used to go like five star or something then after yes. that it'd be like 12 in the morning they'd be like, let's go, go to the diner friendlies with the diner i was the like diner. dude i want to go to bed now i don't even want to drive home I want to sleep right now because then I have to wake up at like six in the morning and it's already six hours. I'm getting four and a half hours of sleep max. Mm -hmm. And, and you like, brought up a good point when we were talking about it before. You said uh, those people will look at me and be like, dude, but you're already fit. Like you're good. Just have fun now. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, like, that's not the way it works. Like this can go away. This can go away quick. And not even that, like that it could go away because I we can't afford a, a five day vacation binge eating doritos like we'd be fine it would it would go it, we'd get fluffy or whatever i don't care about what i look like it's how i feel and how i'm making progress and that rolling momentum and on top of that like people view it as a destination like oh you're already fit like you're not gonna lose it it's fine i'm not gonna lose my fitness yeah no but shit it's not a destination but it's not a destination it's it my a life. lifestyle exactly it's literally my life exactly and if i surrounded myself with people that live a life like this then we would all work in like a symbiosis we'd all rush to the that one that one goal together and be able to have those little two hour three hour you know fun spurts, fun spurts. Yeah, yeah exactly like all hang out and let's all like we'll eat healthy food but we'll also have great conversation that's conducive to our goals and we'll share ideas that might help us or might give insight into other things that maybe we were lacking or motivation and then we'll we'll capitalize on that moment you know, and like, that's really what life's all about. I feel like those are the moments, not things where you're like, all right, hold on. Let me just take, pump the brakes and hang around these people. I would pump the brakes and hang around people who are doing exactly what I want to do. I could learn from them. I feel like life is, well, a, but then you're not even pumping the brakes to say that's what I, yeah, exactly. Like, like you're but not like, pumping the brakes if you do that, if my, if my, the notion that I have is, all right, I should be going to the gym these last three hours of the day. Like I'm out of work or something. And then. Oh, there's a meeting of a bunch of people that you'd love to be like, or they make great money and have this business plan. And it's really cool. Good networking for you. Fuck yeah. 100%. Find me there. Like I will be there right there. Like screw my routine. It could wait. Cause then that's when your routine could wait. Not like, Oh, there are people who really want you to be there for them. But like, you really don't want to be with them. I'm not better than you. I just don't want to be with you. Like I, I, it's I'm I'm indifferent. I yes. just don't want to be for sometimes. Here. It wasn't my coworkers. I love being with them. It's, they're fucking great people. It's so much fun. I know, but but I don't want to do extra because my work is like like you said before. I want to be there and use that job as a utility to make mm -hmm. money. Exactly. I don't want to not make money because then it's like okay, this tool's useless. I don't need yeah. this anymore if I'm not making money from it. Exactly. Now it's bleeding into your free time. Your the means for freedom is bleeding into your freedom. You yes. Know? So it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? You know. Yeah. And for some people, that's their life, that's their career, that's their world. And I, I listen. I mean, the people that you're talking to are probably not embodying what you wish to be. 
So it's like, why am I going to listen to someone who's not, who doesn't have the goals that I have? And then if you were to talk to somebody who is living in the world that you wish to live in, they'd be like, fuck those people. You have a task. You have something that you need to do. Go out there. But then when you when you make it one day, if you really did love those people, you would then give back and show them what you've what you've earned or what you've done and be like, look, this is why I did what I did. And like, this is where I'm at now. Now I can afford to spend time with you. Now I'm not grinding anymore. That momentum is now so fast that like I'm good by letting go of the gas for a little bit. Like I'm fine. You know, that is something that we need to, there's a happy medium because there is a devil's advocate here. There definitely is. There is. And that's what I was telling him. I was telling him, like, I understand what you're saying, dude. Yeah. But I don't, I don't believe in making time when you can spend that time better. If it's just like, I don't feel like going. That's what it is too. Like I love optimizing everything I do in life. I really do. So when, when that christmas party was like i was thinking about i'm like this it just doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense for me to do these things it's going to cascade into negative effects for Mm -hmm. tomorrow and i don't want my tomorrow to be negative Mm -hmm. i want it to i want to fucking have a w tomorrow i want to win yeah it tomorrow's nothing it's nothing important but it is important to me because it's another day in my life and my life isn't forever my life has an end to it Mm -hmm. and i'm what 24 so what do i have another 60 years to live and that's it yeah maybe hopefully yeah i mean quality ones you know Definitely. So like, fuck. Exactly. And you know, there are a lot of people out there who just don't look at it that way. And it's like, well, I guess we just don't mesh. And this is why I don't really want to make the time to hang out with you because you just don't see the world the way that I do. So now I have to kind of translate. I have to kind of translate what I think into the way that you think. So neither good nor bad. Talking about people you don't want to hang out with. Uh Uh-oh. That guy at the barbershop that I told you I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. I knew there was something. I was yes. Like, no, I wanted... <sighs> so, cool. I feel like every... Because thir- we podcast every Thursday. <laughs> yeah. And every Thursday morning, I have my my, my haircut. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like there's... I'm always talking about barbershop talk. Well... But I guess because barber talks... Do they thing, listen? Right? No, they don't listen. They None don't? of them Good. listen. All right. They probably should learn a thing. That's fine. Rip them. So, this one barber... Not not my friend. Because my, my good friend from high school cuts my hair. But this, this other guy across... He's an older dude. He's probably like... Let's go with 35. Mm-hmm. Right? About 10 years old. That's not older. That's older. Whatever. He, multiple times I've heard him say like, uh, just really bad shit against Trump, right? Just hates the guy. He's one of those. He's, I think we call them the outrage culture. Yes, we do. Right? Which is weird because he's older. I think the outrage culture is younger. It's outrage culture. It's, it's Oh, it's culture. not It's not by age? Like, it's culture. Not no, there's... Dude, the most outraged people are like the 45 to 50-year-old out-of-shape moms. Okay, well, perfect. Like, oh, he's, he's almost in that, I'm not right? pretty. How come they're using Stop. pretty girls for movie roles? <laughs> Anyways, oh, because, uh, chill, fucking chill, guys chill. are attracted to Listen. Them. Yeah, but... So, them. he's... I would say he's part of the outrage culture. I've heard him say things here and there, and, you know, we all just smile and laugh. Like, I look at, you know, my barber... And I look at each other and we just smile. And yeah. It's funny. But today he said something and I like answered back. And I was like, I, I had a debate with him. So today he goes, uh, yo, did you guys see that video of the fucking referee who made, uh, they were a ref for wrestling. He made the kid cut his hair in order to wrestle. What a fucking scumbag. So I like, I look at him and I'm like, whoa. I was like, bro. So first off, I haven't seen this video. Still, right now, as I talk about it, I haven't seen it. So, I'm just speaking off of my um, dialogue with this guy earlier today. I've yet mm-hmm. to do any research on the matter, but here here was the dialogue. I look at him and I say, whoa, bro, a scumbag. Like, 
how do you know this guy's a scumbag? And he's like, did you see it? Did you see it? And right away, you could tell he was emotionally connected to this video, mm-hmm. right? So he goes, did you see it? The, this guy, this white guy made the black dude cut his hair in wrestling right there with first aid scissors so he could wrestle. He wasn't letting him. He's like, that's racist. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, hold on. First of all, I wrestled. So the NCAA has rules with how long your hair can be. So the ref, maybe, maybe it's not a race thing. Maybe he just said, hey, brother, your hair's too long. That's the racist part. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just, I put I that know, in. I put that in as like a cool thing. That's racist. So. Fuck. Am I racist? Yeah, dude. Damn. But this is, it's that's that new, easy. that's it's new information sand. for it's me. Qu- it's quicksand. I didn't know, man. Anyways, maybe, I, I, this is me speaking to the, the other barber now. I'm like, maybe he just told him, hey, dude, you need to cut your hair. I'm not going to let you wrestle like this. It's against regulation 118.4. Mm-hmm. And maybe the kid was like, all right, like, can we cut it now? Like, I want to wrestle like now because... This guy is not athletic at all. I used to wrestle. I used to play football. When you're in that fight, because it's a fight, and it's you and him, and usually wrestling, they have like a headlamp, and you're lit up, and everyone's dark. It's fucking intense, bro. Adrenaline's pumping, like endorphins are going. I could see... Okay, first off, me, when I wrestled, one time, this kid tore my AC ligament, right? I put my arm behind my back and told the ref, I'm still going. And I wrestled with one arm behind my back, I lost, but I fucking wrestled and bro, pain shooting, but my endorphins were just like, it's barbaric. It's barbaric. So I could see a little thing like this. The kid was like, oh, like, can we do it now? Can we do it now? I need to fight. Like maybe it was championship. Like you don't know the story. So the first aid guys came and were like, oh, we have scissors and they cut it. And then uh, he wrestled, but the media took it. The news, social media took it. And they, the title white ref makes black teen cut his hair in order to wrestle like that's the title, you know, and the ref lost his job. They fired him. He can never do it again. And it's like now you have this random dude who's older and in a barbershop and does you could tell he's like doesn't take care of himself. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's just like outraged and fucking like good scumbag that racist. Mo-. And it's like, bro, you don't know him. You don't know context. You don't know anything about what happened. Like you have no clue. Yeah. And you're just you, you're entitled to talk down on this person who hopefully in reality, maybe because like it, once again, I don't know. But in reality, probably is just a good guy who volunteers a wrestling high school coach and he has a daughter and a son and he's maybe, you know, a dad and he has normal life issues and he's probably just a normal fucking dude. He's probably an average person. And you just took him and completely just like it, send him to the guillotine, like fucking cut his head off. For what? It's the outrage culture. It's all predicated on this like virtue signaling, right? So everybody wants to show I'm virtuous. I have a heart and I I could see when there's imbalance and there's, there's injustice. I I, I could spot it there. I could spot it there. Racist. And and it's all from headlines created by people who are trying to make money from the ads that they are putting up. I'm sorry, make money from ads that they're placing on their articles. So how do you get someone to click your article? You put clickbait. You put a title that's very enticing and it goes with the culture and goes with what's going on. So as people build momentum in this outrage culture, you get all these people who yeah, are your saying, news oh, channel this gets is a pl- 10 million views overnight. Yeah, this is, like, get to, this is a place where I get to uh, signal to everybody, hey, I'm the one who, uh, I have moral superiority. 
over everyone here. Listen to me. I could judge this and I'm going to judge it as racism and this is an issue. And I notice I don't take part in this. I do not. I do not condone this. It's like, bitch, are you that like, do you like, well, first that of all, much... bitch, you watched a five second video. Yeah. You don't know any context <laughs> and read any. the title. And that was, that was like the main thing I was trying to tell him. I was yeah. like, listen, yes, it could so be that he's racist and he was a fucking scumbag and he fucked up, but you watched a 10 second video. And, and you don't know the NCAA rules for wrestling. You don't know the rules that you can't have long hair in the NFL. If you have long hair, it can be used as uh, a Jersey. You could tackle someone from their hair. So if you don't know that rule and you see a player grab someone's hand, rip him down, you're like, holy shit, that guy's a piece of fucking shit. Look at what he just did to that dude, but it's legal. Yeah. So there's there's rules and regulations in the sport in the in you know there's just so many other circumstances. People don't like, don't so like I was just I was just telling him like dude you can't like you are emotionally connected to your this story right now mm -hmm. but you don't know anything about it. Anything. He could he didn't know anything and he wasn't as much as as calm as I was telling him and as as much as I was making sense he wasn't receiving. He wasn't receiving yeah. what I was saying. He already he already jumped off. He was just too he emotionally committed. attached and that's that's something I see a lot like people get emotionally attached and you could tell right away from how they start answering you mm -hmm. when it's such a little thing it's like a video overseas of someone far away that has nothing to do with your life and all of a sudden you're like emotionally in it you're like no it's like okay whoa you you're way too far gone in this already yeah like step back get facts over here get the facts over here put it together form your own opinion Nah, man it's way too much work <laughs> nobody likes nuance anymore they just want that quick easy it, it defined it's within these parameters, nothing else. No, no, there's no external things that could have come in. There's no, 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 they didn't, they didn't get cut off in traffic that day. There's no issues. They're not going through any financial stress at home. They're perfectly fine, but they made this one decision to completely flip flop their morality. And this is what happened. Like, no, and dude, you know what a big thing is human. too with this. Don't just look at like, cause there's so much more involved in stuff like this when it comes down to people your consciousness so you can't just pull facts and be like oh well the rule says here the law so one time uh duck dynasty you know those dudes yeah, yeah, yeah. uh the the father he's like 80 85 years old mm -hmm. right 85 years old born raised bleeds camo in like louisiana south right yeah. so you know the time he grew up in mm-hmm you know what his perception Confederate is America. yeah this and and bro like it makes sense it makes sense because he grew up in that time he fucking bleeds breathes and dies for camo <laughs> everything's yeah. camo like that's him you get that and he's 84 now and i remember with the show a couple years ago i'm, I'm sure you remember too mm -hmm. uh he had said something not he's, even racist but like slightly right? like he said something that is perceived as racist like he didn't come out and just go, I hate black people. You know, it wasn't like yeah. that. It was like something that was like, oh, this guy's old fashioned. Yeah. And because of that, they kicked them off the show. The it's like shit with the producers and everyone was going crazy. And it's like, when I heard this story, I was like, do people not have perception anymore? Like, do you not take encounter what this guy is? Like, think of him as yeah. a person, his consciousness. He grew up, he was born in 19 fucking... 10 30 <laughs> he was born in 1930 and has lived in louisiana his entire life and he's a hunter that's all he is and now he's 84 years old and he's still that person of course he's going to be a little fucking racist 
He's not out there slaughtering black people and have he's yeah, his he, farm doesn't have slaves. But like, of course, he's gonna be a, a, an older. It's an opinion. Kind of yeah, it's racist opinion. Opinionated. Whoa, that's not that opinionated, word. Opinionated. Opinionated. Cool. It sounded good. That's okay. That's like French. That. We'll make that that's up. That's not French. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 my point is, you also have to put people in perspective of who they are. Yeah. Because everyone's. And realize that they're not harmful. So, like, the problem exactly. with this is, like, when they're not harming anyone, and Physically. if they don't have a valid point, allow them to lose credibility through the fact that they are lacking intellect. And intellect. Like years they, old or 80 years old. They're, they're, they're not old, smart. Like, yeah, like, all these outraged culture type of, like, uh, whistleblower people, if it's not something that will directly harm you, shut the fuck up. And by you, I mean anyone. Like, if it's going to directly harm somebody due to uh, some sort of prejudice and it will go after this specific group of people, bring it up. Fine. Let it get debated. Don't make shit up. Don't push a narrative because now what you're doing is basically just flip-flopping the idea and just doing it on your own side. So now instead of them being racist against you, you are now racist against them because you're identifying the differences in races and using that as the the scapegoat or the reason why this is controversial. Like the, the ref. Because they were two different races, you as the whistleblower realize that they are two different races. You put that into con you use that as context. You use their race as a, a, a differentiating factor. So you're identifying that they're different. You right off the bat already have this racist thought process. Well, putting people into your categories. You're slotting people. Exactly. You're slotting people into categories. And now you think that race is such a deeply rooted thing in each person that that had to have been their decision maker. So you're putting value on race instead of right completely looking at uh, – the nuance and actually all the details just take the race out of it take the video out and just take con uh take the conversation and what the dialogue dude just look 100%. at that if you took the race to... out and if you took the video out and just looked at okay what are the laws in this high school specifically this state wrestling i don't know where it was but yeah what are the laws okay what was the exact conversation these two had was the kid like, oh, can we get this done now? Like, I want it. Like, let's go. I yeah. need this done now. Did he say that? Was the ref like, oh, yeah, look, the first aid guys are right there. I'm sure they have scissors. Let's go ask them. Look, what was... Yeah. Like, did the ref take the kid and drag him over and take the scissors and like, you can't yeah. fucking... Come with me, like, darky. It's, it's, it's so much like, It's like, whoa, what? Yeah, you know, it's then like, there's no an issue. Then there's that. a big issue. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, bitch, like, get, get out of here. Get this guy, <laughs> get get this guy, get guy out, out of here. We need of course. A ref. Of course. So stupid. So that was this morning. That was a conversation. But, that, but that's like every day. I gave though, up. Man. I gave up after. I was to. just like, because he's not seeing. I was calmly telling him like, you have to, you know. You can't entertain those people. You have to just be like, all right, listen, you know, I know you're angry. I understand you're angry. His eyes widened too. He was like, no. Yeah. It, dude, his eyes literally widened. It was fucking and weird. And he's the barber. He's one of the barbers. Yeah, though. it's like, uh, I noticed with my barber, my barber who does my hair, like he is a movie he's a media savant bro he knows every single show movie actor actress really every line what happens when like backstory to the filming he knows all he's engulfed that's cool in it. though it's because i love that i love the movie I've entertainment noticed, i've noticed barbers that you spend all of your time in there talking to people you're getting a lot of stories you're hearing yeah. a lot of stories. You're hearing about people's lives. And then if there's a TV or radio, there's always something to be watched. So usually is. So TVs. they're always doing that. And then that's their world. Then they go home and they're they're usually not the most 
affluent, right? So they're not like doing these crazy extravagant things. So they're really just living a modest life for the most part, right? And this is a generalization, but for the most part, it's pretty, you know, you're pretty average. You're not doing much crazy shit. So like they're consumed with like pop culture, what's going on in the news, what's happening outside of the barbershop. Like I've noticed this with a lot of my barbers, like three of them that I've had throughout my life. Like they all have that same common denominator where they're like really focused on something that has nothing to do with them, but has to do with other people. It's weird. I'm not blanketing everybody, but that's three. I've had three solid examples. You're yeah. bringing up I guess one now. You're just talking about your perspective. Yeah, and so it's my it perspective. Sense. So from someone who, here's the nuance, guys, from someone who walks into a barbershop who only knows X amount about the person and hears 90% of the conversation has to do with TV, movie stars, you know, shit like that, It you you hear somebody's perspective and you just start to make these conclusions a little bit you don't make conclusions i'm sorry you start to feel this bias you know and like that's natural human nature that's an evolutionary trait in humans to just find a pattern and say oh that happens often in this case i should look out for this you know so like people who are race like women or you know people who clutch their purse when a black guy gets in an elevator like that type of shit it's like hey look let them slowly prove you wrong and then that'll go away you know, like if it's in, if it's instilled in you and like that's how you feel over time, it'll go away because it, it will show up not true. But if it continues to be true, well, this is a fucking evolutionary You know what you just remind me of? I read this thing. No, I heard it on a podcast. I heard it on a podcast. They were talking. The podcast had a uh, an officer, a famous officer who was involved in like one of the. Oh, uh, Baltimore? Um, yes. Yes. Uh, wood. Something wood. Yeah. Um, something like that. He was on a podcast. Cop. Yeah. And what he was saying is that, you know, everyone's freaking out about racial profiling, right? Like cops. Michael Wood. Michael Wood. So he was saying, Love that guy. Uh, everyone talks, everyone says, uh, oh, when an officer gets around black people, they, they act differently. They do things differently. And Michael Wood said, he, he, he said it very nicely. Let me, uh, let me not butcher this. He said that um, sometimes, sure, there are racist people and it, it, you can't you know, find them all right away. They're racist people, slip the cracks, like whatever. But a majority of the time, what happens is humans remember things. Humans have a conscious and we subconsciously remember things. So for example, someone who has been beat their whole life, if you're around them and you raise a hand just to itch the back of your head, they're going to flinch. And I've, I've, I've actually witnessed this in my life. Mm-hmm. I've been around someone yep. who was beat as a child, like badly, and I would go and like scratch my eyebrow and raise my hand and they would instinctually flinch. And just I was like, oh my God, Jesus, I'm sorry. Like, whoa. And just, they'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you know, anyways, we all have this subconscious memory as an officer. A lot of them or some of them get into these really bad situations with, uh, let's just say someone of color right or or not even someone of color just a type of person let's just say asian because no one no one hates when we make fun of asians right yeah. so, isn't that weird it's it's fucking true harvard though. is directly yale and harvard are directly racist against asians directly legitimately and they, they yeah. raise their scores for entry because they do so well on average yeah i mean that's fucking, a whole different discussion if you think that's I, racist or not but it is but all right keep going yeah i guess like literally by definition yes. it is. Yes. Like oh. So okay, anyways, okay. let's just say you have this really bad encounter with an Asian dude. He walks up to you and pulls out a gun and you know, you 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 make it out of that situation, right? 
in the back of your mind now, subconsciously, without even being racist, when you see an Asian dude who's got the same baggy clothes on and all of a sudden you're going to, your endorphins are going to naturally, without you wanting them to, they're going to naturally raise, your pupils are going to naturally dilate and you're going to remember but not remember it like you start thinking of that situation. Your cells, your cells and your brain just subconsciously goes, oh, okay, be careful here. Yeah. Be careful here. There's an Asian dude walking up to me. Mm-hmm. So it's not he and that guy, Michael Wood, reiterated like, yes, there are some people who are just straight out racist. And, you know, we can't have them enforcing the law because that's not fair. But... A lot of the times for these cops who work in like high crime areas, which uh, statistically majority of the time are like these very uh, African-American neighborhoods, those cops will run into a lot of situations because they're dealing with gangbangers and stuff where they'll subconsciously just see that the same color and just be like, oh, okay, you know, I got to I got to be careful here because I want to go home. I want to go home tonight. Yeah. I don't want to fucking get anything be on the news yeah i don't want to be in the news so when he explained that it made sense to me i was like that is true that's a thing and i've seen it like i just said i've witnessed it i've went to scratch my head and fucking someone flinched because they thought they were about to get beat yeah and specifically like, for that i was like whoa i'm sorry yeah specifically for that he was he, he was talking about how the it's the system that is racist inherently race is not racist Explain i'm that. sorry the system is design is racist due to the fact that Um, At a certain time, whenever slavery was abolished, right, there were these segregated areas during Jim Crow, Mm -hmm. right, segregated areas where more black people were than not, right? And then over time, that became the socioeconomic low, the quote unquote ghettos don't mean black people. Ghettos don't mean people of color. What ghettos mean are just the lower income lower class yeah just like you have your hillbilly ghettos yeah that's a ghetto trailer parks trailer parks are a ghetto exactly so and there's crime there there's domestic violence there there's plenty right and in these areas they are uh geographically uh i want to say prejudice to that geography because there are more cops there are more instances of these crimes because the economy is so poor in this area that it's this ecosystem that is self it's self-regulated or self-created. It's almost holding them down. It's holding in the war on drugs is single-handedly holding them in there because their, their economy is based on something illegal. So obviously it's easy pickings for the fucking cops. It's it's not, it's not racist, but there's a giant majority of African American or colored, so to speak in those areas. So it's not directly racist. But there's a very high skew of a certain race in these areas, which makes it look racist, but it's actually like geographically or socioeconomically uh, prejudice. The system itself. Dude, there I'd, are love, more I'd love to get someone on the podcast I would who, love who to. could speak race. Like a retired detective. We're getting them on. Someone, who, someone who's that. like a race advocate. Racial advocate. What, is that a title? Did I just make that up? How, what, what would that mean? I don't know. They're very involved in race. No, because it's a very hot topic right now. It's oh, very like touchy. You say one thing and, and everyone's up your ass. Yeah, no, of course. You but know, I, but those they're all opinions. So you would have to have somebody who's just really good at talking. 
Yeah, no, of I, course. I want to uh, find someone who's who's. Uh, it's actually a good idea. Let's write that down. Yeah, but I'll um, remember it. Yeah, and uh, I mean, with that, I feel wrapping like, it up right there. Yeah, I feel like that's. You think a, we're gonna get a lot of fucking hate from this? No, if you do, <laughs> then you guys are part of the outrage culture, and you guys can fuck off. Unless you have something uh, valid. Yeah, please, no. If, but like if, if you have something valid and you're not emotionally attached and screaming at us, then yeah. But if and if you want to do that, you could get a block. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Boom. <laughs> All right. And you heard it here first. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your yep, ears. Frank and I are going to go watch Blue Planet together. We're going to get how cute, real educated. I thought you were going to say hi. I was I'm like, going to get high. I'm not getting high. We, yeah, I we, can't do that anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear Fucking that. Fucking well, blows my mind too much. It does. Yeah, it does. It's about to. Uh, it's about to get serious. So, without further ado, guys, we would love for you guys to just walk down, scroll down, walk down with your fingers to the bottom of that page, hit those five stars, leave us a review, let us know how you felt. Are we racist? Let us know. Alrighty. <laughs> Thank no, you guys. Imagine so much. we get a, a just Google yes. review. It's that's just like, yes. They're racist. Oh my god. I'd be like, Done, I'd be like perfect. you motherfucker. Like, you don't you get anything. screenshot this and send it to everybody you know so that we get some publicity thank you um (laughs) (laughs) yeah guys all right well you enjoy your day your night your your new year if you're listening to this late um and uh we can't wait to talk to you you this weekend okay well i'm 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 oh god frank's doing this retreating bye Bye. i'm not fucking leaving (laughs)